0: Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today, we have with us Fatima Nathan. She is a spiritual person and a neuroscientist. She is the author of the book, I Am You and You Are Me. She is also the designer and creator of the Tarot deck, Shades of Gold, and she seeks to spread her light to the world. She also believes that it is important to address such topics from an Asian woman's standpoint and highlight the importance of growth expansion from a soul's perspective. Mandy's not with us today and we'll miss her, but I am so excited to have Fatima join me from Singapore. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you too. So so what time is it there in Singapore? It is about
1: 9.30 a.m. on a Saturday. Ah, oh my gosh,
0: almost exactly opposite because it's almost (laughs) 8.05.
1: So you're experiencing night now. That's right. and Oh, that's amazing. Well, I'm excited
0: to talk to you.
1: Yes, so am I.
0: I align with a lot of what was on your website and what I've heard you talk about because you know, I deep dived recently through the uh, Gnostic Gospels. Yeah. The Pistis Sophia, I've been studying it for like the past year. And that kind of even just more cracked me open in understanding the different dimensions of our consciousness. Right. It's a very hard concept to like wrap your head around, especially when you have to recondition in a different way. I mean, I have generational thoughts and and perspectives, especially in my family are very deep, deep rooted Catholics. And I had saw that in doing ancestry work that was so very deeply rooted. But you know, it really was this question that one time somebody asked me and they said, how much of what you believe in have you been told to believe in? And of that, how much have you actually experienced? Right. And I was like, uh love (laughs) that's true that's true that really started me thinking that I really hadn't experienced anything for myself and everything that I believed in was based on faith but during this whole Pistis Sophia thing and researching that it was such a long journey of putting together allegories really right you know and a story within a story within a story Yeah,
1: yeah. what I did during my awakening that I was led through to meditation without even expectation, including me, I was raised as a very staunch Catholic. My entire family, they're based in Malaysia and they've been in Malaysia for like 40 over years. And I did have some concepts like going to Sunday school and everything, but I always felt it was a requirement. And there was so much more along the way, as you grow up, eventually, when you're at the teenage years, you tend to fall off from this belief. And you're like, no, at the moment, it doesn't suit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, through my meditation, I actually delved into all the main four religions. So mm-hmm. that yeah. This Buddhism, this Hinduism, uh, this Islam, and then this uh, Christianity that was lost. So the more that I was open to receiving core values through reading, you learn that every religion, if you eliminate the what's in the books and take from it, It just tells you one thing. And it's all about forgiveness, love, Um, peace, peace. healing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no separation either. No,
1: not Mm -hmm. at all. And at the end of the day, when you truly understand that and practice that for yourself,
0: Mm -hmm. you do that
1: to everyone without even wondering whether, oh my God, today I met a stranger, but he deserves a smile. It is as a love, a hug, and what better way to do that? So I go on to practice that from whoever I live with my house. So Julie is actually my personal assistant, whatever I run, and she connects and us with all of you all so that we'd be able to get the necessary done. And she's actually my really good friend, who's more like a family member to me. So I always start with who's in my house. What better way to start sharing all these things you've learned than practicing with the person right in front of you before Mm -hmm. you head out and do the rest. Mm -hmm. And one acceptance is that I was grateful because my family was very accepting and understanding about my process. They were always there, but I guess everyone has to forgive where they can't change and move on yeah. from the past. The past yeah. is from experiences you can learn at the present, and the present is to build what you're trying to build for the future.
0: That's right. That's yeah. what it's about. But yeah. It's really about nothing else. Exactly. So, yeah. I have to ask you, you know, being sure. a neuroscientist, someone was talking about, you know, the fear of God and all this. And I said, how would there be a fear of God?
1: Because exactly. The
0: God does God doesn't have a brain, right? Because if he did, I could see maybe, you know, then he would have an ego. But wouldn't fear of God, wouldn't that demand of follow me, I'm going to judge, isn't that all ego that we've created with our brains over exactly. experiences? I don't think that God probably has an ego. What do you think about that?
1: So what I would say for that is exactly this. God is forgiveness and love. Why would you fear that? If you fear it, then you already start to realize you have a self-limiting belief in yourself about a lot of things in your own personal life. And that's a reflection on how
0: everything
1: looks like to you. So when it comes to terms of aspects of neuroscientists, a lot of people who interview me ask me this. And I always tell them this. The mind is to understand by those who can tap into it, the connection between consciousness, which is the mind, and the heart. And that's truly it. And science has done a lot to try and prove the best of the best because they try to get more people to practice it as a therapist at places where they treat people. But at the end of the day, I always say this, and I truly do believe this, science cannot answer every single question. Right. spirituality does that, and some things, as you would know, are meant to remain a secret by the keepers who seek it. And that's all of us, that's right. It's not all yeah. meant
0: to be figured out, no, you know. And sometimes I even worry that the wrong people will even be able to tap into the power exactly because they could use it for evil or darkness. I don't remember what the documentary was called, but it was talking about how this, um, how the marketing started like back in the fifties right, when right. women were smoking and they literally, it was all about mind control and all of this stuff. And, and I just was like, wow, we are a bunch of sheep. So we're unwiring all of these conditions and we're having to really go back to the rawness of what is really pr- Primal within us, the intuition and what we experience, right? Instead of trusting everything that we're told or buying into the consumerism of all of that, oh my God. I mean, literally, they have a national day for tacos or for hamburgers. I mean, they have something for everything, but yet we're not honoring just the simple accomplishments or transitions in our life, but yet we're, you know, celebrating all of these ridiculous things.
1: Right. I always say this. Why would we just go so far to see what science has done? We see it every day with politicians all around the world and everything. You gave that knowledge and you put it out there. There's going to be a balance between good use and misuse. Thanks. There is no way. So I always tell people this. At the end of the day, yes, it's unwiring your brain. But in order to unwire your brain, you got to believe that you are not limited to follow what everyone believes in the past. It remains that your idea is to rebuild what you understand, be unique to you, rewire that brain of yours and start your transformation journey. And no, it doesn't take a day or a year or two years. It takes years and it's
0: continuous. I've had a gazillion awakenings. Yeah. And with that comes resistance, right? Which helps us grow. Yeah. So when you are awakened, you're also very conscious to all around you with nature and everything. Surroundings. Yeah. You
1: know what they would say in a layman's term, everybody becomes more mindful of everything that's happening around them. Why is it happening? It's definitely the next answer that we all would realize if we were more (laughs) mindful and conscious about our surroundings. So in Singapore, where I am now, today is extremely hot. But the evening or tomorrow, it will rain so heavily with thunder and lightning. And that's not normal. So you know there's a drastic climate change and yeah that's not great Mm
0: -mm. yeah we had on dr robert horowitz who he's a specialist for lyme disease and what he said you know and and i know this for a fact because we've had ticks here what he said is that because of the climate change you're having these diseases and viruses and covid and all these things that can survive In an environment that otherwise it hasn't been able to. I mean, we're literally doing it to ourselves collectively.
1: Yeah. Everything that happens is our mistakes.
0: There's nobody else to blame. Yes. Understanding that I do have a collective responsibility because I am one with all of this.
1: Yeah. 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 So when you become more conscious, when people become more conscious, what happens is they're aware that the faults that we are all creating. A lot of people say, why would God do this for a natural disaster? Why would mm-hmm. God send COVID? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the statement is, let's figure it out and put, why would man do this? Yeah. Totally agree
0: with that. Yeah. Yeah. Another realization that I've had this year is that the divine feminine is rising. But do you feel like I do that women have we've gotten very masculine and we need to embrace this feminine energy and find that balance. I think that yeah. it's the change that's going to eventually balance out and hopefully we embrace the women that we are and the goddess. And all of the many different transitions that a woman goes through and to honor these things. How do you feel about this feminine rising? Yeah. So
1: like everyone before they start their journey, they're very egotistical. In the sense that everything we think about is us, 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 us in the wrong way. One of the things was I was more, I would say, have the tendency to be masculine in the sense, the characteristics of masculine, okay? Mm -hmm. And as I was uh, awakening in the journey, I truly became, for an entire complete moment, feminine. And I was showing the characteristics of that, like more creativity, more nurturing, like cooking. I love all of that. Generally, I do. But then when I encompass the both of understanding of divine feminine and divine masculine through a lot of medications, so people say, oh, the dark night of the soul, when you experience one or two, oh, it's forever. The difference is you learn, you don't sit down in it. You know the lesson, you express the emotion at that time and you move on. Yeah. Faster. So. From that, I became both. So it's beautiful nature. And they are one. Actually, it's one. It just becomes you. Yeah. So that's what I think.
0: Mandy, she had a near-death experience. And so the book that she read, someone had given her a book after she had that experience. And um, it was the book by Evan Alexander, who also had a near-death experience. We had him on... And one thing that I I appreciated that he had said was that spirituality and science is now almost in many ways, it's like they have a marriage now. I do Reiki and it's undeniable what you actually experience, right? Talking more about experience and beliefs again. Yeah. It's, you know, we are multidimensional. Yeah. Definitely. Whether you you can prove it or not, for myself, working with people and what I do and what I found to do, and I keep on discovering things, like I can't prove any of it. But I can also tell you through experience, I feel like I I do have proof because of my own experiences. I have validation often. Like I figured out over the past maybe five years. With like probably over a hundred or so clients, that when I would take them into that theta brainwave, because that's when I felt like they were only receiving and they weren't rejecting my energy. So right. after a while, I figured I have to bring them down to this place. This is all just trial and error, right? This isn't something yeah. I was. Trying. This is from experience. So I get them down to this place, and then I'm like, now what? Well, after a while. I started to just close my eyes and guide them. And it would start with just a body scan to like relax them. But then all of a sudden, because I'm very visual, I would imagine the sacred healing space. Right. But what I noticed is that after over time was that I'm just going to use general names, but say Jenny, every time she came went to the same place and then Joe would come he was going to the same place. It was nothing like Jenny's and then Dana would come and she would see the same things and have the same guides show up and there, and I wasn't keeping notes because I'm real bad at soap notes. And so I started to notice this and then I was like, wow, not only are we all unique, but I think I'm tapping into their sacred healing spaces where they're going to meet guides and angels. Sometimes people have the same guides. Like I have this one girl, every time we go into the space, she's got just like this pagan, like like summer solstice. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, it's always something very unique. Then they would start saying to me, All right, Shannon, you gotta bring me to my old tree that reminds me of my dad. You know, I'm right. like oh, okay, so you know this tree now, right? Right. No, some people aren't visual, so yeah. they're having me bring them through it, which why are some people visual? Is it just kind of like how some people learn visually? Yeah, so
1: how it works is this. Some people, if you hear it, they actually, its everybody has a different way. It's okay. just that we are put into groups of whichever way. And it's as basic as learning How's the best way they learn as a child? Most people work with, I will develop my own images. Mm -hmm. Some people work with saying it out loud so they remember (laughs) it or work with it and stuff like that. It works better to tap with people in this sense because you're going somewhere else who actually can imagine eventually they'll get it and they'll head that way so you can't force which you also know anyone to go that way and I do agree with you that there's many different routes and mm-hmm. we are multi-dimensional okay so a lot of what I do as well through experience only is this for the past let's say four years I've been doing this and building more and more. And how it works is when I heal someone, it started off with, I don't know I'm doing it. I don't need the a special area or whatever. The person okay. has to just be around me at first, before I started to learn, I don't even need to be there.
0: Yeah, right. Energy has been yeah. just, yeah. yes, so, I've discovered that.
1: So what happens is I realized that whenever I'm doing this, I feel like, oh my gosh, why am I so tired? Because I didn't have control over it yet, Mm -hmm. right? I I didn't understand. But as time progressed, I realized that the person was starting to heal very fast. And by the second day, they had completely removed so much as a simple thing, like, A really prolonging cough that was irritating them. A really bad gastric that was disturbing them. But if they didn't continue to work on it by themselves, it was bound to come back. We can only do so much. Like there's got to be something more. So what I started doing was energy work. And how I do energy work was at the moment, I do it with myself only because I'm still uh want to learn more about how much i can expand for other people and i realized that i do it through tai chi mm-hmm. and yeah and i do it with my eyes closed so i learned balancing and stuff and how you use the energy feels just to focus not with your mind and you'll still stand and I realized I was in a lot of different realms. Mm -hmm. Many of them started here on earth in different states, countries. And I would be like, what's going on? Nothing is (laughs) happening yet. And within two days, believe it or not, true enough, the news would either come out on CNN or on our local news, or we hear about it. And we'd be like, and I would have said the exact same thing.
0: So you You were learning to trust yourself because you didn't know yet. Where it was coming
1: from. And after Uh that, it was much easier to accept. And I always say, I'm learning every day. I never stop learning. That's why I never have notes. I never look back. It's like you trust enough, your body remembers it. Because then it's open to give you more. You have to keep learning. If you just practice, practice the same thing based on trust.
0: Yeah, self-trust. Yes, because I mean the thing is, is you could tell yourself, nah, that was just a coincidence. I mean, come on. And then they get stronger and stronger because when you're mindful, right, and when you're present, do you see it and you see it all day, and you're like how can this possibly be a coincidence yeah (laughs) it's not
1: yeah (laughs) so I always say this is no coincidence in life ever so when I say I when things happen I still go like oh wow did that just happen and I'll be like I can accept that
0: yeah, well, let's talk about synchronicity yeah. because, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel like synchronicity is one of the coolest things in the world. I mean, I used to get so freaking excited. I would record the whole thing. I couldn't wait to tell everybody. Now it happens so throughout my day all day that it's just become part of my guidance and part of my flow of my yeah. day every day. And I'm like, okay, yes. cool. That validates everything. Okay. I would be very worried if it stopped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, truth be told, I experience it every day. And synchronicity is what happens when you're open, when you trust, right? And you have intuition built and you trust your intuition. Okay. So, you're guided only by that. And as you Thanks. go on, you see a lot of this synchronicity happen to you. Like, in what you know is going to happen, avoid that area. Or you just see, like, a sign that says that. And not only that, but you start to be able to know what the person in front of you is going to say before they said it. Right, so, just like you said about it, the news. Yeah and, the worldly stuff. yeah, and synchronicity is only actually meant for the person experiencing it. The messages are in there. You get to decide what you do with it or how you would later put it out right. to people if you have to. Right. Yeah. So that's how I believe synchronicity is.
0: So I just recently, like I said, going down that Gnostic road that I was going down just to study it and understand it. One of the things that I came across was I kept seeing in this Hebrew alphabet, the Bob. Yeah. And then, OK, of course, they only have 22 letters in their alphabet. So, of course, you're going to see Vav a lot. But it's in yod he, It's in Sophia. So my last name is Bavra. So of course the B A B is gonna stick out to me. Well, yeah. the B A B means unification. It means, you know, like bringing together the masculine you know, and it's everything I'm right. going through. And I'm like, holy shit, you know? And then I'm like raw is like sun, you know, the god, you know, the god of sun. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so divine. My last name's freaking, you know, kind of explaining what I'm going through. Then I find out that my first name <laughs> meant right. to be um, possessor of hidden wisdom. Which is the oh, Sophia? And I was right. like, whoa. So I swear to God, you know, what came to me like the only, and actually I didn't ever even put too much thought into it because I just accepted that that is what it is. I'm like, boy, that was so smart of my past life self to put that together for me to divinely be able to discover that when the time was right. That yeah. is, I did that. I did, yeah,
1: that, and you right? did that to identify you to be open to those yes. messages that you've been carrying all this time from past lives right yeah yeah my middle name is Megala okay Ooh. and my mom named like, me that it's, it's an Indian that. yeah so Megala but when I asked my mom why did you name me that she said we were sitting on the bed, me and your dad, and we were thinking, what name shall we give her? So she gave it to me based on this. We're not Hindus, but she's from India originally. Okay. And uh, she said, we gave it based on this goddess whose name was Mani Megale. And she had a pot of gold. And it was always filled with wealth, but she always wore like Mother Teresa And she would walk out and all that wealth, she just gave and give and give and give, Mm -hmm. give, never expecting in return. And the pot would never go empty. So I was like, okay, and you named me that? And she was like, yeah, because at that point, I didn't understand. But growing up, I realized that I was built to sustain myself enough in order to start by just giving not accepting Mm -hmm. and so that was one synchronicity and then the second was both my zodiacs in astrology in the Indian one Mm -hmm. and in the western one is Leo okay yeah and I always used to Mm -hmm. wonder what is that what is that so I always was someone who was determined and courageous back in the egotistical days I'm still determined and courageous in a much more balanced manner. Mm-hmm. But the link was that when I spent a lot of time reading through what I was reading, I always said, Why have I, since the age of five, always remembered and touched on Egypt? It always stunned oh. me. And I was like, That's amazing. And even when I was going through my awakening, I still read more and more on Egypt. And as I meditated, I always kept seeing the Giza. And I said, there's a connection. And through meditation, you get to see a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And through someone who I know very well, and she has her own business as well, she does past life regression. And after you've finished everything, I said, now I'm ready. She came into my life because I held a transformation event with very nice people who I knew back then who had interviewed me and we still keep in contact. And they agreed to do a day each for an hour just to speak on any topic that they want. And they were willing to do it for me for free. And so I said, wow, okay. I asked her, let me do this with you. And I'll do the necessary to give you what it is. And through the process, it was really easy to go through it with as little guidance as possible. Because your mind is already open. You just lead yourself through Mm -hmm. the journey. Like like watching a movie. Yeah. And I saw clearly... That I lived Mm -hmm. in Giza in my past life. And I was like, oh, wow, now I know. So I do hold the secrets that I keep getting through downloads. So Mm -hmm. everybody has that synchronicity. Each one's going to be different we right. just have to be open to it and that's when you realize that's when you practice certain things like reiki
0: it's like remembering yeah. right remembering these bits and pieces of yourself throughout time bits yeah. and pieces of your soul throughout your evolution and they start like awakening and and so this is what I thought so yeah I said okay so I can imagine like My past life, I I had to remember at some point again, and maybe I evolved a bunch, right? And I'm picking up in this life, but I had to put myself into a place where that I could evolve, right? We continue to put ourselves back into situations with our soul family and with support. However, you know, I mean, I believe sometimes it's not for us even, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm like, this is great. So what can I do? For the greater good of the world, right? Before yeah. I die, before I die, before I come back to do this again, to have to exactly. rediscover my, my life again. Exactly. Then. So what can I do? Do I do I write it down, right? Do I put it in a book? Like probably mostly all of the authors of all great historical religious books probably were doing, right? Yeah. For them to come back though and, and reclaim their light and, and start all over. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, I think it's so important, you know, that we do discover our divine purpose so that we can record in some way or even pass down to your children or however it is. Yeah. Leave your legacy of that divinity that you are meant for your destiny. Yeah. So it can be
1: anyone that you pass it on to. So It's great that this information is not to be retained. That's why we all awake. We're supposed to share the information as much as we can before we leave. Because the spirit never dies. The soul never dies. But the body is going to go at some point. Right. Accept it. Believe it or not. But It's got to show. Yeah. Yeah. So every day matters. Every day matters for you. Every day matters for what you set out to the world.
0: So that's what people say. They're like, well, if I if I know that I'm going to come back, well, maybe I'll just check out because it's not working good. And then, you know, come back. No, no you no, yeah. put yourself divinely here. Believe me, you are not finished. There's so much to do, right? And yeah. I was looking at some of the amazing things that you do. And I just got done for the past year creating a deck. And it took me over a year to do. Oh, congrats on that. Part <laughs> Thank you. But I haven't done anything with it quite yet. So it, I've only printed out one prototype on it. But okay. gosh, I have a story about every single card because there was yeah, so yeah. much amazingness around it. And it sounds like your deck was like that too. Thank and you. So I was looking at your beautiful deck and reading about it. It's so unique. There's hidden messages, right? Right. It's all divine just like that. So everything is very purposeful. Will you tell me about your amazing deck?
1: It's called Shades of Gold. Shades of Gold. Shades
0: of Gold. Well, that reminds me of your middle name too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always say I associate gold to sun. It's the vibrant color that comes out. It's not a color. It's a ball of fire. And so how I created this deck was such that it took me a good 3 months to put it all together and complete it. And what I did during that time was I said it is fine for me to limit myself from things that are not the rest because I know if I spend just this 3 months I will complete it and I need that time because I was using each drawing to a meditation. So they are all digitally drawn.
0: So you were receiving symbols in your meditations and like seeing the picture. You were visualizing this and you're like, this yes. is the card.
1: Okay. And I knew exactly what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So I said, what will I do? And I Googled an image and that would be the answer as to what. The figure is supposed to look like which matches the meditation and I just drop the whole thing different and so I did all the sketches and completed the cards of course they hold the standard because I want people also to be able to hold some keys of the original deck of the yeah. right away. So I held four card cards each. One of the things I held were unique message cards. Uh, these are very personal. They are drawn just based on whatever I see and how I put it into perspective. And then there are the chakra cards. So the unique messages was about, it's about 10 cards. And it's about how each card If it's picked up by the reader Mm -hmm. through intuition, the reader holds the message.
0: Love this. Yeah.
1: And I had a book. I didn't know how I was going to write the guidebook, but I trusted it. And I wrote the guidebook down. They were all messages based on what I received from the card. I explained a bit about how I got this inspiration. And when people contact me after purchasing the deck, they're like, how does it work? Do we follow the guidebook? Then I said, if you're starting to learn something, then maybe you can learn with the starting part of the cards and you can use the book as a guide. But at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, the person is the keeper of the cards information.
0: With so, every right, Pratima? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I teach my classes that way. I'm like, sure, this is the foundation that was been taught, but make it your own. That's make the magic. It your own. That's the
1: key. That's the key. That's yeah. If we're going to follow everything, then there's no breaking from the past, there's no breaking from what I wrote. You're trying to create your own unique self. I may have designed and created the card, but I'm not the owner of those cards. Everybody right. is.
0: That's how yeah. I did it? That's exactly how we did ours too. And right. I swear God, that's why I said when I was reading over all of your stuff and how you did your cards, and in the name of your book, I am you, and you are yeah. me. One of
1: the things I always say this to everybody is, look. Learn that all that difficulty that you talk about the process is hard and everything. Because a lot of people come to me, normal people, and they say, what you've done is so hard. I tried, I tried, and I failed, and I deem I failed. I said, that's wrong. Every failure is a road to success. Every failure means you try harder. And it's so difficult because for the first time in your life, you're doing the right thing. If it's not difficult, you won't see heaven at the end of it. And I said, "True, I am you and you are me. It doesn't matter what we experience of how different our ways is. At the end, we're still the same, same body, same blood. Everything is the same and same existence of a soul that's waiting to awaken. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't
0: matter the sex, or the gender, or the political party, or no, it no it doesn't. right? The it language, doesn't. even. You know, when you're connected with someone's soul, I mean, words are just man made, right? Yeah, it
1: is. It is. Everyone tells me, "Oh, everyone's speaking a dialect or a language. How are you going to understand?" I'd say it's enough if you knew they were willing to talk to you. You guys will know how to figure it out it doesn't matter what you're speaking it just gets translated between two people who are having a conversation
0: when i was reading your stuff i knew your energy and your soul before we got on i knew i was going to just absolutely love and align with you Because I could sense the energy in your words. There was that connection already before we even spoke actual physical words. It's the energy behind it. Because I could have read these words and somebody else could have wrote them. But I may not have gotten anything out of them.
1: So I was just telling Julie and I said, this is going to be great. We're just going to connect and be able to speak because you're brought with like-minded people when you're on the journey with the same energy levels and the same understanding and yesterday I spent a lot of time going through your podcast and a lot of time reading everything and I was like wait a minute this is so aligning and I was like This is definitely happening and it's worth it. And the way that you guys have a perspective that's so different on everything aligns so much with what I do. No judgment, nothing. Everyone shares and you're able to speak to each person based on their situation. So that's really amazing. And that's why I really was like, it's great. It's great what you guys do reaching each other and helping me i learned a lot from you as well and you know you also sharing with me everything it's a podcast of conversation by itself that people will be able to listen to and learn that look these are all happening around us why not me like what i co-create with the universe they just bring it because we all trust Trust, right yeah
0: It, it's all about that because I feel like the more I trust myself, my journey, when I trust nature to show me all of the things, you know, the podcast to divinely bring somebody on that's going to bring me wisdom, then everything starts to feel like yes, yes right. yes, right. Right. You're just getting all of these go signs, right? All of these, yeah. it's aligns. Yeah.
1: So people always ask me how do you put this in normal words? Well, I'll say, let's look at it this way, how everyone would look at it first initially, you know, Nike and Adidas impossible is nothing for Adidas and Nike just do it. Just do that. Just Just do it. it. it And know that (laughs) impossible is nothing. There's a reason those statements won those brands. That's right. And surrender the fear, right? Exactly. I, I mean, like, what
0: are you holding on to fear for? Oh my god! It's
1: non-existent. It's only in yourself. I whenever people tell me fear, i would be like, "Look, to be honest, if when you reach somewhere, you laugh at yourself and realize it's really non-existent. It's nothing that even exists. That feeling does not exist.
0: Right? Yesterday and, doesn't
1: exist. Yeah, it's always today and tomorrow who knows I have a plan but just for that day but who knows whether it happens one day at a time so when Julie always asks me so what's gonna happen later today I'm like
0: the day is now
1: and i'll be like we'll watch as
0: it happens it's yeah. like kind of like if you were to go to a website that has the 404 or whatever it is yeah 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 it's just not there anymore right? yeah
1: yeah so yeah. what are you going to come down with that information and do
0: in the now wow well i think you're such a beautiful person i just love you i feel
1: like we could be oh, friends you. yes yeah. we could. love you too i, I always tell people the most precious thing anyone has is their voice and yeah. speaking truth. We- yes. and that by itself is the power of women. If if one does it, a million more would do it, and then go on to a million more. And then yeah. you you realize that there's no distinguishing line between earth and the man. We're yeah. the same.
0: Yeah. Right. So yeah. It's so beautiful.
1: It was so nice to
0: meet you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for
1: doing this. Truly appreciate this. It was fun talking to you. Oh,
0: so fun talking to you. I I hope that we do this again. And I hope that you get to meet Mandy. Yes, I do hope so. Tell Julie, we said thank you too. She connected us. Thank you, Julie. Can you tell everybody where they can get your books and your cards, especially because I'm loving those and your website, and anything that you want to
1: put out there right now. Yeah, sure. So first of all, I'd like to thank you. Please do let Mandy, I wish she was able to be with us today as well. But if anyone wants to contact me, they can contact me on fmn nature a at gmail.com. Additionally, that's my website, which is www.fmna1808.com and if you want to go to that website and hit towards the shop you'll be able to see where the cards the book and more stuff is yeah just for basic content of what I always share for free I have a youtube and you can find out more from my instagram social media which is consciousness1808 that's
0: Mm. all yes All amazing stuff. You are just full of wisdom and knowledge. Like you and Mandy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for break that shit
1: down. So I would like to leave into the world. What I give people is everything like this is free sharing your experiences, and helping someone to transform through their journey, it's all what I do for free. And it's not just unique to me. And why it should be free? Because everyone deserves the right to experience it. So my message to everyone is always be forgiveness and love, and continue to spread it in the world. Love and
0: light